and welcome to the Texas Hip Show podcast. I'm Russell Dowden with the Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine. And this is podcast number 87 this week on the Texas Hip Show. And joining me this week on the program is going to be two, two guests this week. I've got Troy Mock of Roach and Bud from Dallas, Texas. Roach and Bud is um, maybe familiar to... Troy's work is is available on Instagram, but you've seen some of the videos he does with the work here with the Texas Hip Reporter on Instagram, joining us from Dallas, and we will talk to him about Roach and Bud and and uh, and his cartoon work, and he does. He and then Ryan Garney is going to be joining us later in the program. Ryan putting together his second annual Ripple Fest, and this has been featured in the magazine. Uh, recently in the June issue. So both guests this week are profiled in the June-July issue of the Texas Hemp Reporter. So you can find, in fact, Russ. Uh, uh, I guess a couple of issues now. Welcome to the show, Troy. How are you? What's going on, Russ? Thank you for having me, man. How you doing? Good, man. Thanks for thanks for uh, dropping in here with us and, and telling us a little bit about your work and your craft. We've been profiling you for a couple of issues now. I don't know what, Troy, this is probably the third or fourth issue i think that we've had you in you've been contributing some cartoons with us and yeah. uh this last one troy where you kind of featured the magazine is part of the content in this month's cartoon and this was the first cartoon that you did that was a big full page spread you started yeah. off with a small one with us but uh and not only that you did a video too uh yeah. <laughs> that we're gonna we'll show the video here in a little bit but how are you man tell us uh tell us about roach and bud and how this started for you Oh, man, I'm good, man. I'm good. Thanks for having me on again. Um, man, Roach and Bud, man, it's pretty much, uh, just to make a long story short, I was sitting around uh, kicking it with the homies one night, and uh, we was just chilling, and uh, I had this crazy idea of a cartoon I wanted to do uh, about two best friends, and um, I was like, yeah, it'll be cool, but I, I kind of wanted to be like, different so i was kind of like trying to be out there just real just real far-fetched like so i was like you know uh what about a roach because I, I was joking around i was like what about a roach and my homie looked at me he was like what what are you talking about and i you know because i'm always joking all the time and just making jokes and playing around and he didn't take me serious but i took it real serious and uh uh, one thing led to another, man. I came up with a couple of characters, uh, the first two being Roach and Bud, uh, the next one being uh, Pothead, which is uh, one of the cornerstone characters of the cartoon, um, as well as uh, following with Doobie. So those are the four main characters that you're going to see continuously every episode, uh, Roach, Bud, Roach, Bud, Pothead, and Doobie. And um, yeah, man, and after that, I just started brainstorming different uh, characters and coming up with a few plots and schemes and some um and and uh, just a bunch of different episodes man start writing a bunch of different things bouncing off ideas with my with my uh with a couple of my family members as well as some friends and just kind of getting some feedback from them and seeing what they thought about it and uh so basically man it's just pretty much um it's a it's a uh <laughs> it's a, a combination of a bunch of different cartoons that I grew up on you know um uh one being um, uh, Beavis and Butthead, as you see him sitting on the couch and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah it, uh, it's got a very <laughs> stoner culture feel to the cartoons and the characters that you've created. You know, Roach, Bud, uh, these guys are all kind of a very, uh, you know, kind of a stoner 
Cheech and Chong beats Bo, Beavis and Butthead kind of a, a, yeah, a feel to it. You also do a character where you you actually dress up uh, and, and go to an event. Because <laughs> when I met you at the uh, Texas Hemp Convention last year, well, actually, I didn't meet you. I grabbed your card. You were running yeah. around, and I yeah. left my information with them. Uh, somebody was working your booth, and uh, you were walk, walking around in this costume, and uh, that's a whole nother part of what you do too, right, Troy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we have a live mascot that we have. We uh, go to any, uh, to the cannabis uh, events. Uh, we do pop ups, and uh, sometimes we just pull up to some of the uh, local smoke shops here and there. Uh, we'll shoot. We'll come out to you if you book us. Uh, and yeah, so Pothead man, like I said, he's uh, one of the cornerstones for the cartoon. Pothead, um, he, he's he's got a big pot on his head with dreads and everything, so it's, <laughs> it's really self-explanatory when you see him. <laughs> yeah, you'll catch him running around the city, man, taking pictures, kissing babies, all that kind of good stuff, man. Just <laughs> spreading the word. <laughs> well, let's let's do this. Let's play uh, the clip from this last. Uh, people don't know that. Uh, many of Troy's uh, cartoons. Now he's got a, a real cartoon that he has in the magazine with us, but uh, you know he does an animated version of it too. And so this one, he voiced the animated work. He does all the voices, character voices, and creates the cartoon. So, so let's introduce the cartoon here. Here's the here's the audio of the cartoon for podcast listeners. Hey, have you guys seen the latest edition of Texas Hemp Reporter? No, not yet. Where can I find it? You know it's available for free in San Antonio, Houston, Austin, and smoke shops and CBD stores. Man, I go to those places all the time to get my gummies, my papers, and my pre-rolls. Yeah, you can also check out their podcast, too, The Texas Hemp Show. Yeah, yeah, I used to watch The Late Show with David Le- No, Bug Brain, not that show. <laughs> no, this show is about Texas cannabis laws and the business of hemp in the Lone Star State. Hey, maybe Planet K has them. Yeah, man, so does Drip and Rip, Restart CBD... J-Hart CBD, and all the smoke shops. Let's go get a magazine and get some more tacos. Tacos? Yeah, now you're speaking my language. Hey, what's smoking, buddies? We're about to get some tacos. Tacos? Indubitably. <laughs> Indubitably, there you go. What what have you got cooking for the next issue, Troy, and, and what's kind of coming up for you in, in August, bro? Man, August it's it's crazy. Uh, August, um, we got a few things planned. We got some stuff planned with uh, a few local spots uh, up here in Dallas, uh, in the DFW area. Uh, we actually got we're gonna be real busy in July. Um, we got a uh, an event going on with uh, Hempies, Hempies Emporium is a smoke shop up here, well established smoke shop up here. Man, they support mm -hmm. everything, any kind, anything that has something to do with. Uh, helping fight the fight for uh, for cannabis and everything like that. They're always behind and supporting it. So us and uh, Hempy, we're uh, linking together, man, for 7-10 of March. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So 7-10, uh, July 10th, we're going to be banding together. We're going to have some hot dogs out there. Going to be having people drive by honking horns. Pothead's going to be out there. Uh, waving signs around <laughs> and everything, protesting and everything, just trying to end prohibition, man. So seven ten in prohibition. It's a worldwide event, and uh, we're just doing our part. That's right. In there, putting our stamp on it and uh, just doing what we can, man, to help help you know ease the pain from what what's going on. We're trying to fight this thing on this on the legal scale and uh, keep everybody safe and protected, man, and just keep them educated with everything that's going on around here. 
And that's on got to be uh, July 10th on Sunday there in, uh, in Dallas. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, it's going to be in uh, Arlington, Texas at Hempy's Emporium. On uh, It's going to be Cooper on Cooper Street. So uh, if anybody is in the area, uh, in the Metroplex, and you guys uh, want something to do, you guys can come on by, join the fight. Uh, like I said, man, we're going to be out there. It's going to be, uh, I believe it's uh, from uh, 2 to 6, I believe. And, uh, yeah, man, anybody want to come out, help protest, bring your signs, bring your dog, cat, baby bird, whatever you want to do, <laughs> man. Come on out, join the fight. Uh, like I said, we're just trying to help end prohibition, uh, do what we can to fight prohibition. And, uh, awesome. So, yeah. okay. Awesome. Well, well, listen, thank you for being a part of the program. Thank you for your contribution to the Texas Hemp Reporter. We look forward to working with you. And I, I, I am going to also talk with you here later in the week about helping us get the magazines into the Dallas metro area. Right. Uh, we talked to, You and I talked about that a little bit earlier today on the phone. So I think, uh, uh, you know, uh, Troy has a – Troy is up there in the Dallas area, and, and everybody knows that we've been trying to get the magazines available in the Dallas area uh, this year. So we're in San Antonio, we're in Austin, we're in Houston, and I really need the help of getting our circulation up there, and I think Troy may be able to help us with that. So we'll be talking with you later in the week, my friend. Uh, good stuff. Stay uh, with us, guys. On the other segment, we'll come back with Ryan. but. Troy, thanks, man, for being a part of the show and telling us about the good work. And I'll be sure to plug there in Arlington at Hippie's Emporium to check everybody to check that out this Sunday on uh, 710 uh, and, and support the work out there and, and the activism. So thanks again, Troy, for being a part of it. And, and keep up the good work, my friend. Indubitably. Thanks, my man. <laughs> Indubitably. There you go. Really cool stuff. So we'll take a quick commercial break. It's the Texas Hip Show. We'll come back with Ryan Garnier with Ripple Fest on the other side. This is podcast number 87 here on the Texas Hip Show. And we'll be back right after this, guys. So singing, tell more jokes and dance and stuff. Just keep the music playing. That'll be a good goodbye. Roll me up and smoke me when I die. Soul Grown Farms is a proud supporter of the Texas Hemp Show. We are commercial growers of hemp specializing in producing the highest quality of CBD, CBG, and CBN. All of our products have been given an unmatched level of care, which comes from pouring our soul into every aspect of the growing process. Voted Best Hemp in Colorado this year. Our commercial hemp flower is available for white label purchase today by visiting online at soulgrownfarms.com or by calling our commercial farm in Colorado today at 303 303- 598-2311. That's 303-598-2311. We invite you to taste what Colorado already knows. That's at SoulGrownFarms.com. At TFNB, your bank for life, we understand the unique struggles this emerging market creates for early adopters. We love working with innovative entrepreneurs on the next big thing, and we believe hemp is exactly that. For over 130 years, we've been getting to know our clients and helping them plan for their future. Come tell us your story and plans for your venture. TFNB Bank, your bank for hemp. Proud to support Texas farmers. Visit online at tfnbtx.com. Hey, this is Cheech Marine, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. Oh. 
The Texas Hemp Show is brought to you by Your Business Here. Why take a chance with your hemp grow? Join Hemp Plan and avoid the risk. TPS Labs exclusive hemp monitoring program. Hemp Plan members get one-on-one consulting from knowledgeable consultants who are available when you need them most. If you want to take the guesswork out of growing hemp and focus on what matters most, call TPS Lab today and ask for your free consultation. Take the next step to a successful harvest. Visit tpslab.com or call today at 956-383-0739. Hey, this is Tommy Chong, and you're listening to the Texas Hemp Show. The Texas Hemp Reporter is available free at all CBD and smoke shops in Houston and Austin, Texas. Expanding to Dallas and San Antonio this year. Cannabis is slowly becoming legal in Texas. So be sure to listen to the Texas Hemp Show podcast every week, wherever podcasts are available. The premier hemp and marijuana advocacy publication for Texas. The Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. Mail to over 2,000 licensed hemp producers in Texas. News, technology, trends, finance, culture, health, all things hemp in the Lone Star State. Now in our third year, with more than 100,000 copies made available free at over 1,000 CBD and smoke shops in Texas. That's the Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine and the Texas Hemp Show. Visit online at TexasHempReporter.com and listen wherever podcasts are available. Now, back to the show with your host, Russell Dowden. Hip Show Podcast number 87. Man, I can't believe we've been doing this 87 times. It's such a stretch from podcast 14. <laughs> we've done, you know, 87 of them. That's that's almost two years, nearly. And uh, so we will be coming up on our, our two-year anniversary of the Texas Hip Show Podcast. Uh, gosh, I guess in September... So we're we're been plugging along here as we rock in the Danzig here on the Texas Hip Show, switching gears from our our buddy Troy uh, up in Dallas. We're gonna bring on uh, Ryan Garney of Ripple Fest, and Ripple Fest has been profiled in the pages of the Texas Hemp Reporter recently. You guys got those magazines in the in the mail. You've got them picked them up around town. But Ripple Fest, let's go ahead and say hi to hi to Ryan and tell us about the second annual uh, Ripple Fest. Uh, Ryan, I know you had this, I think, out at the lake last year. This year, you've got it in town, right there at the Far Out Lounge. Welcome to the Texas Hemp Show. Hey, Russell, thanks so much for having me, man. It is an honor and early congratulations on that two-year anniversary. That sounds like it's coming up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be gonna be coming up. We started out a couple of years ago. We were we were recording at the landing 
something studios like i can never what was it terminal studios in east austin is where we started out ryan and we were doing the shows just audio over there and then yeah. little by little we progressed with our production and got more more gear and more mics and then it became cameras and now it's this whole crazy thing so uh just a, a, a kind of a progression um but uh you know all about production you're an organizer of events you've got a band yourself tell us uh tell us how ripple fest came to start with uh with the work that you do ryan sure man uh ripple fest like i said as you said this is the second uh year that we're having it happen it came about last year um kind of by not accident but pretty close to it um i I have a band called high desert queen that got signed by ripple uh last year and i reached out to the uh ceo todd severin of ripple and said hey uh i see these ripple fests that happen um throughout the the world and the country and i'd love uh, i've never seen a ripple fest in texas so how about we try to do that what what can i do to help and he was mm-hmm. basically told me straight away that every single Ripple, Ripple Fest that ever happened had actually been independently run by bands that just ha- so happened to be on the Ripple label. And so I kind of ran with it and it kind of took off. What I mean by accident is I didn't intend for it to be as big as it was last year. Uh-huh. Um, I think it was a little bit of lucky timing coming out of a pandemic and people were really excited to go see some live music. Uh, and Texas was wide open. So I had a lot of people come from out of the country, out of, out of the state, uh, to see it last year. And as you said, it was at, uh, it was at Texas ski ranch in, uh, in in, in New Braunfels there. Uh, so it was cool. It kind of made sense with the ripple theme. Mm -hmm. Uh, this year we definitely wanted to get closer to Austin and, uh, dive into what is the greatest, uh, music, city uh, in the world and and how, how well they support and come out and promote um and so we did it at what the best venue in austin texas which is ripple or i'm sorry which is the far out lounge in south austin yeah groovy and, and we knew we were going to be bigger this year we just didn't know how big and as i started working on it a lot of people were hitting me up uh, other bands were reaching out to me and as soon as i started getting bands like crowbar and and uh the sword i go okay this is going to be a big deal uh this is more than what i had anticipated but i'm, I'm very happy to take it on it's it's kind of take it really has it's, it's all diy we, myself and, and my brother are basically doing this entire festival and uh, with that obviously with the help of the great people the far out lounge and it's we are really excited we are as you saw there on the website uh the countdown ticker we're uh two weeks away so yeah, you you this is 4 days it takes place Thursday the 21st all the way through Sunday July 24th. It's 4 days of of rock metal. Um uh, this is a very progressive rock sh- uh, show, I guess. I mean, a lot of it's metal. I recognize the some uh, Eagles of Death metal. I know th- I've interviewed The Sword. Um, mm-hmm. There's several bands in here I think that I'm familiar with from just my background with Rockstar Magazine um, yeah. in, in Austin. I did uh, interview a lot of bands, and so uh, Mother uh, Mothership. I recognize some of these guys, and um, th- this sounds like a lot of fun. D- did you start off wanting to do like two days, Ryan, oh, and it just ended up being four? Absolutely, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I, last year it was one day. It was supposed to be five bands, and then it turned into fifteen. So I go, this, this year I go, okay, well, let's shoot for about the same. 
And when I got to about 20 bands, I go, all right, I'll tell you what, let's make it two days. We'll make it two days and we're good. <laughs> and then I, I, I just, I can't even tell you how many bands reached out uh, to want to be a part where, where it became where I wasn't even having to reach out to bands to book it anymore. And uh, it really just took on a life of its own. And uh, here we are 54 bands later. Uh, I had yeah. to, I had to start turning <laughs> well, a lot of people like, no, I have no room. Well, you know, Ryan, I guess I think I could speak to some of this and um, people got to understand the music scene here in Austin had really been through um, a, a hurdle with the pandemic. And so we were Absolutely. a lot of artists that were used to playing. I know my son is a is, a, is an artist. My daughter has a band. My son is a, um, a sound engineer. And, um, you know, so when we didn't have music for such a long time, everybody was locked down. Uh, venues were closed. Um, you, 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 everybody's very, you know, paranoid about going out. And so it looks like, you know, in, in 2021, when you got this going last year, people were starting to come out of the, of the yeah. fall of the cave, if you will, and, and start to get back out in there. And it's just, it's really a sign of the, the times that, you know, here in your second year in 2022, that you've got 55 or so bands now that are, are just anxious to be a part of this event. And so uh, do you think that, you know, because of the pandemic and the way the culture has gravitated to, you know, having events again, that that's had something to do with your success? Oh, absolutely. I think that, um, so even Lick of My Spoon, which is my my booking handle, that um, I, I created it pretty much during the pandemic because uh, there was no booking happening at all. Um, mm -hmm. No no shows happening like you talked about. And so I was being very proactive and I didn't, no one had heard of Lick of My Spoon. It was something that my brother and I created. And it was basically me trying to we book shows, getting ahead of it, going, hey, let's book a show for this day and then hope that we're open. Uh, and then we weren't. So we kept pushing things back, right? And that the first thing I did was something called Lone Star Unleashed. And it was it was a all band, bands all from Texas. And it was kind of like the unleashing of music again. And we pushed it back several times. It happened at a time when we finally, everything was fully open and we were a hundred percent a normal, as much normalcy as we'd had in a long time. And that kind of, that exploded. And so that all of a sudden the lick of my spoon name, um, got out there, which all I was trying to do was help the scene. You know, I wasn't really, I, I never, I've never done any of this to try to make any money at all. Uh, mm -hmm. I really just want to help the music scene. And Austin has such an amazing community. Uh, uh, of, of musicians and people that love and follow the music. And like, this is, this is going to be some of the best metal stoner doom uh, and heavy rock and roll uh, that, that uh, you'll see in any, any festival together. And uh, we've even got some really cool stuff. I got some acoustic acts coming from some legends. I got JD Pincus from the legendary butthole surfers and the Melvins and people play. He's going to be playing a banjo uh, and singing. <laughs> So I've this got, is got, your this is your video promo yeah. for it, right? Yeah, yeah. So what I put, I put together, it was pretty pretty easy to do when you got some amazing such so many amazing artists that uh, you can throw in there. The hardest part was figuring out which ones you don't put in because you don't you only have so much time. <laughs> but, but, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, it's it's been it's been cool. And one of our biggest things that that my brother and I always talk about when we're putting this together is, I go to music festivals all the time, and and we were going to say, all right what's our biggest complaint 
about any music festival we go to. And for me, it's always having to make that choice. There's so many good bands. I'm like, oh, well, I want to see this band, but oh, this band's also playing at the same time. What am right. I, what am I, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And so that's why we chose the far out lounge. They have two stages at one venue. There's going to be zero overlapping. You don't have to make any decisions. So a ticket buys you a hundred percent opportunity to see every single second of each band. Uh, as soon as one stage is over, the other one rolls off. Literally all you got to do is just turn a little bit right or left, depending on what stage is playing. And uh, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome, man. We're really excited about it. Well, we covered the event on page 34 and 35 in the Texas Hemp Reporter. So we, 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 uh, you know, talked to one of my reporters is friends with you and we got Stacy yeah. to do a kind of an interview uh, with you on this. So this was really cool. We're excited to, 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 to be able to support this. And I guess, uh, how can folks get tickets and, 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 and jump in and, and, you know, get out there and, and get tickets. This is coming up on the, um, uh, 21st through the 24th, I believe. And so how, how can folks get tickets and, and learn more? Where, where's the website for all this stuff on ripple fest? Tell folks yeah, how they can yeah. check you out online. Yeah, man. Thank you. And also big, big thanks to Stacy. Uh, she's, she's good people. And I probably appreciate her reaching out for that. And that, that was really awesome that y'all were covering this, but tickets can be found at, uh, our website at lick of my spoon. So lick of my uh, they can also be found on the Far Out Lounge's website, which I believe is just faroutlounge.com. Uh, they can be found on ripplemusic.com. If you search for uh, Ripple Fest Texas, they're on, I've got it linked on our uh, Ripple Fest Texas and Lick of My Spoon Instagrams. Pretty much any one of the bands that are listed, they've done a good job of having uh, ticket links made available on all their on all their social media. So it should be fairly easy to find tickets. And it's pretty amazing that, um, like I said, we're not in this to make any money. Uh, we're trying to just cover the expenses at the bands, you know, for the travel. And as we know, it's very expensive these days. And um, mm-hmm. so tickets are for 55 bands in four days. You can get a four day pass for one hundred and fifty dollars, uh, which is pretty, wow. pretty incredible. We do have single day passes as well. But I even recommend that if they're if you're like, well, I can't go for all four days, but I'm going to go for maybe catch Friday and maybe a couple bands on Saturday, it's still worth buying the four day pass. It's still going to be cheaper that way. And that's, it's kind of how I designed it. I want it to be a festival that everybody could attend that it's not going to be overpriced for everybody. And bands like Eagles of death metal who haven't come to Austin since 2016. And a lot of these artists that have never been through Austin was kind of my idea, trying to get them out here. Uh, so that, so that the city of Austin, the greatest music capital of the world, has a chance to see these great stoner metal and doom bands. Well, you've got some really cool ones, and I I like that uh, that that footage of the video. That was pretty cool stuff. And Thanks, um, but California based Ripple Music, uh, uh, known for promoting retro seventies heavy rock. Uh, is your band still signed to this this group? Is this yeah, uh, we, a High Desert are, Queen? Uh, we we're still on Ripple. Uh, yeah. High Desert Queen. We, we're so they gave us a chance. We had never released anything. They had heard one single and a, uh, their new A&R named Blasco, Robert Blasco. Uh, Nicholas, he's, he's plays in Ozzy Osbourne and Rob, uh, Rob Zombie and Zach Sabbath. And he's, 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 he's a kind of a legend uh, bass player. Um, became A&R, heard our single, signed us. So honestly, we were super ecstatic. And now it's become, I love the big family atmosphere the Ripple has, for example. Not, you'll see a lot of other maybe labels put together music festivals and it's pretty much only their bands. This is 
Ripple Fest Texas, but there are bands across over 15 to 20 different labels. So it's not about Ripple trying to up their name as much as we're trying to just raise the scene. And that's what I do love about Ripple so much. And and we're honored that my band can be a part of that label as well. And and let's tell just tell the listeners know when does High Desert Queen perform? What day are you is are you and your guys up? So we're playing Friday night, uh, which I'm pretty excited about because some legends are playing that night. Crowbar are uh, kind of heroes of ours. And so we're excited to play with them. And then other Ripple family like Mothership, we just did a little tour with. Um, so there's going to be a lot of good artists that night. And that's that's the night we're playing, Friday night, the 22nd. Nice. Yeah. Uh, July 21st through the 24th coming up. You can still get tickets online. Uh, if you hurry, uh, go to uh, lickofmyspoon.com. And mm-hmm. that is... Uh, that is uh, Ryan's uh, promotional company, so be sure to check that out. You can pick up your tickets over there. Ripple Fest second annual uh, coming up here this month, and so we wanted to get behind this and support it. It was something that uh, Stacy used to write for me for Rockstar, and so oh, wow. well, yeah, she and I are friends. In fact, she knows Carl, my producer here, very well as well too. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, yeah, she's great. A great photographer. She used to do some photography work and reporting work for us at Rockstar Magazine. So it was really her idea. She said that she was friends with you and and wondered if I might cover this. And um, we have been adding a little more music into the Texas Hip Reporter. I have a music background. My father's a musician. Uh, I, I do play. Per- I think it's a perfect relationship. I, I think we're all <laughs> we're all we're all doing the same thing because I guarantee you. The people that come to Ripple Fest are, are definitely behind the Texas Hemp Show and, and your movement as yeah, well. Yeah, ca- so. cannabis and rock and roll kind of yeah. just go together hand in hand, don't they? Considering so- a lot of these these bands are playing are considered what we call stoner rock. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, uh, fire off the website one more time. We're going to our final commercial break, and and then uh, we'll wrap things up with you guys. But fire off uh, your, your last little plug here, if you don't mind, Ryan, and tell folks how they can get their tickets. Absolutely. Go to www.lickofmyspoon.com. The countdown, the link is there. It should be very easy. You can get four-day tickets or single-day passes for what is going to be the hottest and best music festival this summer. Very cool. Well, well, thank you for being a part of the show, my friend. I'm glad we were able to support this. If you'd like to learn more about it, guys, uh, you can also check out uh, the article on TexasHempReporter.com. We've got it in the magazine on page 34 and 35. Stacy did a great interview uh, with Ryan, so you can learn more about it. But check out uh, the website and get your tickets at LickOfMySpoon.com for more information. Go. Ryan, thank you for being with hey. us here on the show. Much love, Texas. man. Thank you, guys. We'll be be back after this. It's the Texas Hemp Show podcast number 87. We'll be back after this. Soul Grown Farms is a proud supporter of the Texas Hemp Show. We are commercial growers of hemp specializing in producing the highest quality of CBD, CBG, and CBN. All of our products have been given an unmatched level of care, which comes from pouring our soul into every aspect of the growing process. Loaded Best Hemp in Colorado this year. 
Our commercial hemp flower is available for white label purchase today by visiting online at soulgrownfarms.com or by calling our commercial farm in Colorado today at 303-598-2311. That's 303-598-2311. We invite you to taste what Colorado already knows. That's at SoulGrownFarms.com. The Texas Hemp Show is brought to you by Your Business Here. Hey, this is Tommy Chong, and you're listening to The Texas Hemp Show. The Texas Hemp Reporter is available free at all CBD and smoke shops in Houston and Austin, Texas. Expanding to Dallas and San Antonio this year. Cannabis is slowly becoming legal in Texas. So be sure to listen to the Texas Hemp Show podcast every week, wherever podcasts are available. The premier hemp and marijuana advocacy publication for Texas. The Texas Hemp Reporter magazine. Mailed to over 2,000 licensed hemp producers in Texas. Texas. News, technology, trends, finance, culture, health, all things hemp in the Lone Star State. Now in our third year, with more than 100,000 copies made available free at over 1,000 CBD and smoke shops in Texas. That's the Texas Hemp Reporter Magazine and the Texas Hemp Show. Visit online at TexasHempReporter.com and listen wherever podcasts are available. Now back to the show with your host, Russell Dowden. It'd be cool though, right? Welcome back to the Texas Hemp Show podcast, number 87 this week here on the Texas Hemp Show. And I'm Russell with the Texas Hemp Reporter. So good stuff this week. We just wanted to plug some of our friends and um, the artists that we uh, support here in the latest edition of the Texas Hemp Reporter. So I thought it would be cool to, to have on Troy Mock of uh, Roach and Bud, the cartoon that he does is a lot of fun, and he contributes to the magazine. And again, shout out to Stacy Lovett who did the interview with Ryan on Ripple Fest. That's available um, on our website as well. I think we got that. Uh, yeah, if you pull up TexasHempReporter.com, guys, there's an article too on there. Stacy's article is available online there. You can roll there, and, and, and that that's there as well. So, uh, uh, but uh, again, check out. Our Arlington, Texas, uh, Hempies Emporium. That's Sunday, seven ten, from two to six p.m. You know, go go over there and see Pothead with Troy <laughs> down there at uh, at uh, Hempies Emporium. Celebrate seven ten with your activism down there. If you're in the Dallas, Texas area, and uh, check them out. And then don't forget to visit over there to LickMySpoon.com and check out your tickets for Ripple Fest with uh, Ryan. 
So good show this week, guys. Glad we got to cover a little, a uh, little bit of culture and and uh, music and artistry with uh, our friends there, both Troy and Ryan. So good stuff there. Next week on the program is going to be JJ from Veterans Scientific Labs. JJ's in San Antonio, and he'll be on to talk about uh, testing and and some of the things that are happening in Texas with our legal and uh, our lawmakers, and then some things that aren't happening with. Uh, the lawmakers as well. Uh, JJ, very active in uh, the testing process with, over there at Veterans Scientific, followed by Dr. Pepper Hernandez on the 20th of July. And then on the 27th, Daryl Suraf will be on uh, talking about uh, some of his brands uh, that he does with the American Vape Company. So I'm Russell. It's Podcast 87. Thanks, everybody, to tuning in. And again, thank you to Troy and uh, Ryan for joining the podcast this week. We'll see you next time. It's the Texas Hemp Show. We'll see you next week.